Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning again, everyone. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. Glad to have everybody with us today. I'm not sure what the weather was like, but you guys are. It's a little rainy, cloudy here, I think. I can see a little cloudy rain, but I think it's still going to be a great day. Nevertheless, our days are not based on what it looks like. It's what we make them. It's what we make them. So have a good day. I think I heard some. It is. It is. Uh, I heard some Judy's on. Reverend Sarah Knight is on. Lady Kellum is with us this morning. Hey, good morning to each of you. Uh, Deacon Jones, Brenda Jones is on. Good morning. Reverend Justin J. Barry, what's going on, man? I didn't tell you, man. Happy birthday. I know I'm like a week late, but happy birthday to you, bro. Uh, good morning. I saw Amina1993. Good morning. Good morning to you. I hate to support you. Good morning. I see you moving your store. Uh, if you get a chance, type up there where you're relocating to. Uh, Sister Portia Everett is uh, relocating her store. We are celebrating with her. Hey, Sister Bud, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Terrell, I'm glad you're on, bro. Hey, Lolita, good morning to you. Sister Cheryl, good morning. Uh, Monica, hey, Monica, how are you? That's uh, Monica Joyner. Good morning to you. Belinda Wallace, good morning. Good morning, good morning. I see our yellow hearts on uh, Periscope. Appreciate those. Is your survival series, series on demand? Uh, yes, on demand. When you say on demand, are you mean the preaching part, or are you talking about what we've been doing for the weekday? Uh, on demand, it, the preaching will be on demand on our website. Hey, happy Wednesday, Nikki Cole. Uh, Monica Sesson is also on Good Morning, Yes, the Preaching. So uh, they recorded it, and I will put it up. As a matter of fact, what I'll do is I'll put together a website uh, like we did for the 40-day word fast, it'll have the sermons on it, and it'll have kind of daily devos, if that helps out. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Well, let me know how you want it when you say on demand. Let me know how you want it. There it is, Sister Portia Everett, 115 North Main Street, Franklin. Thanks so much. Uh, go check her out, 115 North Main Street, if you're ever in Franklin. Hey, Sister Yolanda, good morning. Uh, Pam Whitaker is on. Good morning. Look, let's uh, let's kind of jump into our depot today. And let, let me do this first. Let me just shout out for everybody who ordered your game plan boxes. Uh, I am. They are online to watch. Yes, the series is online to watch. Um, I'll make that happen. Look, I'm excited about the game plan. Uh, I was uh, I was waiting yesterday. We had two more items that were supposed to come in. They did not come in, and so I apologize. I'm after throwing a whole lot of free stuff in addition to the free stuff you get uh, to make up for that. But if you could just give me a day or two as soon as it comes, boxes are ready to go out, and I'm excited about sending them. Uh, let, let's go in. My battery is dying on Periscope, so let me get this in real quick. Uh, because today's Devo is about Periscope. You guys are there? Let me make sure you're there. Uh, battery is low. The, the um, Today, today is um, Job again. We're back in Job when we talk about surviving scary. Uh, we're back in Job. We're talking about surviving the scars. And Job three twenty five is the scripture for today. Job three twenty five. Job three twenty five. Somebody go ahead and type that so I know you there. Job three twenty five. And it says this. It says, "What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me." Man, this is one of my one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, at least it kind of helped me when I when I first read it and really grabbed hold. So what's going on, uh, Big Wit? That's Mark, uh, my brother-in-law. Uh, Job three twenty-five. What I feared the most has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. Today's title is "Don't Fear Your Future." 
And, um, man, when I talk about don't fear our future, first let me just say this. Whenever you have been scarred, whenever you've had some mishap, whenever something in your past um, has happened that has hurt you, caused you embarrassment, caused you disappointment, that's what we talk about when we talk about scars. Uh, it, is, it is the evidence of your experience. But remember, a scar is evidence that you were successful. You got through it. It may have hurt. It may have been embarrassing. It may not have been what you had chosen or checked off as a life success, but trust me, it is. So, so here's the key now. Now that you have this scar, do not fear. Do not allow your past hurts, your past failures, uh, your past mistreatment, uh, your past disappointments to create the past for your future. No, 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 no. Do not fear your future. And when I say fear your future, I'm not saying don't be afraid of your future, although you shouldn't do that either. I'm not saying, you know, don't be fearful of your future. That, that's true, but that's not today. Today is do not have so much fear in your present that you make happen in your future what you are afraid of in your present. One more time. That's a whole lot of words. Let me see if I can make it simple. When you have a fear now, there's a chance that what you fear will happen just because you are afraid of it. That's what Joe said. Joe said, look, the thing I feared the most, it happened to me. It's almost as if, you know, you know, all the stuff we talk about, all the stuff we fear the devil attacking him was really the enemy going into his mind, almost like Shonda Rhimes has been doing in these scandal series, right, going into his mind, and then the thing that he feared the most, it happened. I've seen it. I've seen it. I, was, uh, I had the privilege to preach at my home church, Gethsemane, in Newport News uh, not too long ago, and I was telling a story about my daughter. Uh, we had given my, my daughter some amoxicillin. It's a terrible-tasting, terrible-textured medicine, right? Uh, so after she took it, she gagged and she threw up. A few weeks later, we started to give her some medicine that looked like amoxicillin. It was not amoxicillin, but because it looked like amoxicillin, she uh, she, she she went into a fit. I mean, she was screaming and she was shaking, and she gagged herself until she vomited because the medicine she was getting ready to take looked so much like the medicine she had already taken. It wasn't the same medicine, but the thing she feared, she made happen. And, you know, my, my challenge to you today is to create a better future because, you know, my fear, I think, for you is that you may be creating a future that doesn't really exist. You may be creating things in your future, creating things ahead of you. You're making things happen that were never designed to happen, never supposed to happen. They were never going to happen, except you feared them so much you made them happen. Don't fear your future. Don't, don't fear your future. Instead, uh, why don't you face your future? Why don't you use the same creativity that you're using to have all of this fear, to make up all of these things that would never happen, that shouldn't happen, that probably weren't going to happen? Use the same creativity that you're using to incite these fears in your faith. Use the same creativity that you're using to be afraid, to be hesitant, to be cautious, to think things are going to work out for negative and use that creativity in your faith. Imagine the great thing. Imagine businesses started. Imagine yourself walking healed. Imagine your kids free. Imagine marriage again. Marriage relationships working between siblings or between parents and children. Imagine what your future could be like. Don't fear your future. Face your future. I gotta be honest. Uh, you know, a couple things when we talk about fear. Uh, just just talking about me. One, uh, fear is false. Evidence appearing real. So you know that already. F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Uh, and one of my fears, don't judge me, 
Don't judge me. If hey, y'all talk about it in the street, I'm going to deny it, right? Don't do it. But I don't really like dogs. I'm saying I don't like dogs. I think I'm afraid of dogs. So let me tell you what I do with them. Um, here's how I've learned to handle my fear. I've learned to handle my fear by acknowledging, you know what, I'm afraid of that, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't like that. Uh, there's so many scenarios. It could bite me. It could tackle me. It could knock me down. I don't care what size the dog is. Dogs and I just aren't best friends. Uh, don't judge me. I love your dog. I'm glad you love your dog. I'm just saying. For me, it creates a fear. So so here's what happens. Thank you so much, uh, Reverend Sarah Knight. So, so here's what happens. Uh, when I see the dog, I run through all of the negative scenarios in my head. After I run through the negatives, I then slip, and I run through all the positives. And so you know what? But that dog can be nice. The dog's going to come, and he's going to sniff my leg. He's going to climb on my leg. He just wants to get my scent. Then after that, he's going to walk around, and I'm going to look very courageous after I walk to where this dog is because I will not show this dog that I'm afraid of it, nor will the people around me know that I'm afraid. And so the way I tackle my fears is, one, acknowledging that I have them, and then, two, I aggressively attack them. I do not let my fear take me out. I do not let what I'm afraid of stop me. I am afraid of heights, but I ride roller coasters. I go up high elevators. I stand on rooftops. As a matter of fact, I love rooftop lounges even though I'm afraid of heights. How do I do it? One, I acknowledge my fear. So before I walk to the edge, uh, when I go to MacArthur Mall in Norfolk, or a mall that has two levels, before I go to the side where you can look over the edge and see all the people walking, I acknowledge, okay, I know I'm going to be afraid of this. I know that this is going to create some fear. I know I'm going to be nervous when I do it. After I acknowledge it, I attack it and say, even though I'm afraid, even though I'm going to be nervous, I will still do it. So I walk to the edge of the ledge. I lean over. When I get on the rooftop lounge, I look over the side of the rails at the mall. I get in the uh, I, I get in the car for uh, for for the roller coaster. And while I'm up, I intentionally look down just to let my fear know that it will not shape my future. And and those are still examples. I know dogs, roller coasters, malls, and uh, rooftop lounges. Flying, right? I like flying. I just don't necessarily like heights. Here's what I'm saying. Whatever it is you are afraid of, attack it before it takes you out. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking about simple things like dogs and roller coasters. But it, it, for you, it could be relationship. It could be uh, entrepreneurship. It could be, uh, it, it could be relocating. You know you're not supposed to be where you are and you're still here. Relocating. It could be writing a book. It could be public speaking. It could be your call to ministry. Uh, it could be... Um, it, it could be uh, writing, uh, writing, writing what will be uh, that letter that reengages a relationship with a father or reengages a relationship with a child that you were separated from. I don't know what you're afraid of, but what I do know is that you should not fear your future. Face your future. Your future is bright. Your future is great. Jesus says, um, he, he says, or the Bible says uh, that before the foundation of the earth were laid, God knew you. He appointed you. He knew what was ahead. Your future should be bright. And today, all I'm saying is don't fear your future. Face your future and watch great things happen. Um, let's, let's pray. Our Father, first, I pray that these people don't judge me because of my fear. <laughs> but then, honestly, God, I'm praying that we don't fall to the peer pressure of being judged because of all of our fears. God, we've all had some scars that have caused us to, you know, to really hesitate and hold up in life when indeed you wanted us to push and press forward. So today my prayer, God, in Jesus' name, is that not you destroy the fear. God, don't do that. Uh, let, let us feel the fear, but then let us overcome it. You told us that you hadn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. So today, God, since you haven't given us that fear, our prayer is for power to overcome 
courage to attack it, uh, God, a discernment to acknowledge the areas where we have been fearful, and then, God, give us a warrior-like spirit so that we can survive, so that we can go forward, so that we can move beyond whatever has paralyzed us in our present and caused us to forfeit our future. Today, I pray in Jesus' name uh, that futures are released, that futures get brighter, uh, that windows of opportunities are open simply because we're willing to face our future instead of fear our future. We thank you for walking ahead of us, making crooked places straight, lowering every mountain, raising every valley. We, We thank you for going ahead of us and handling both our enemies, but then also setting in place, God, those who will favor us. I thank you, God, for the future of those uh, who will log in, call in, or view this broadcast so that at the end uh, they will know that, God, you alone are God. You alone are leading, and you alone are the healer that helps us survive our scars. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys have a great day. Uh, have a great day today. Uh, don't don't fear, don't fear your future. Do not fear your future. Do not fear your future. Go forward. You guys be blessed. Pastor Riddick? Yes. Can you also listen listen to the phone? I'm sorry. 